He kōna e pūrangi tēnei nā te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. Kei ngā ihoiho ngā maunga whakahi, kei ngā wai whakateri tanifa nau mai ki te kōnai ipurangi nei o Party People. Welcome to Party People, where we talk politics from a Māori perspective. Kei te taifanga pāpāho in the whare. Let's meet our Party People from the east side of Tāmaki, the former candidate and campaigner Shane Tepo. To his right, of course, raised on the south side before settling on the west side. Mm. Toot your car horns and bang your pots. Fano for Tauhinari. Yeah. Tena korua o tira. Tena koto katoi fakarunga my name. How's it going this week? Debate, debate, debate. A lot of debates of going debate. on this week. Yeah, a lot of talk. Mm. You a poll? A poll. You guys mm. were just having a little scrap before. You want to tell us what your scrap was about? Not even. We didn't fight. Uh, we were discussing the. Um, to put a cockety report around John Tamahere, candidate for Tamaki Makoto, Tamaki Makoto, and the question of whether someone who is funded through uh, taxpayer f- uh, funding ought to. He's not funded. Stand down. Ought, ought to funded. Well, he, he is. No, he's Absolutely. not. No, he's no, not. There's no money that comes from the government to say, here we are, JT, here's 100K, go and do what we no, want no, you to do. No, what I, what I. Well, actually, there is. No, there's what, not. Th- there is. It's no, there's contracts. not. He's paid. He's paid for. He's paid by Waipareda. He's paid by the commissioning agency to be and the, the chief exec. And the commis- end of story. And the, well, no, no, it's not the end of story. It is the it's end of story. Not the end story. Not a public service. Explain what your, yeah. your thoughts, Shane. Well, my thoughts are this. My thoughts are that absolutely correct, Toe, the rules are the rules, and he's and absolutely working uh, within the boundaries of the of the rules. What I think needs to happen, not just as a consequence of uh, what JT is doing, because I'm sure that there are plenty of other people who look, work in non-for-profit organisations, that uh, they ought to step aside as state servants must during a, during a certain window leading up to an election. Do they make the news, though? No, they, of course they don't. The only reason why JT makes the news is because he's JT. And mm. and there are people that are really, really scared of of his ability to actually um, take the take the system on. And, I, and, and what, what worries me, really, really worries me, is that He's not a public servant, so he hasn't been hadn't broken any rules. Yeah, well, but then that. they then they come uh, to the table with this ethics thing, mm. and uh, why is it why is it eth- why is it about ethics? Yes, it's what be- is it's it be- about? I mean, does, I mean, if if we were if all politicians were to be judged on ethics, we'd be in big trouble. Well, what we'd we'd, we'd have yeah, that's why most I'm probably not, not politics anymore. one polit- one yeah. politician <laughs> down there that's instead true. of one hundred and twenty six. But I but I accept it. You, oh, might have, you might have missed Shane's yeah, little. Yeah. Well, it's thirty years ago. Yeah. Did you run, bro? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Which seat? We we'll move on, Toe. Who was oh, that for? The Labour Toe. I've, oh, oh, okay. I've only belonged to one. I've belonged to one Toe. Seat? Oh, it was a general seat years ago. It was actually against Bill Birch. Funny, and I'll tell you. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you, this is a true story, Toe. Uh, we're on our my kids' life. I was up in Wai- Waiuku, campaigning along, and it, you know, like. His majority was 15,000, <laughs> and it was a cold Sunday afternoon in Waiuku, and this lovely Māori woman came out across, ran across the road, gave me this great cuddle saying, really great to see you. And I was, yeah, i got a friend. And I, as she crossed the road, she said, see you next week, Winston. <laughs> oh. 
bro. What? Bro, that's too sad. Late. That's sad. Hey, that happens to me all the time. Yeah. People go, oh, thanks for interviewing me today, Miriam. Oh. <laughs> um, thanks, Miriana Hond. Yeah. <laughs> Miriana Hond, like who she... hasn't been here for ten yeah. years. Yeah, <laughs> like over. Do you know that I was in I was in London, mm-hmm. um, uh, going for beer, and I bumped into her. She was there. She was the only person that I I knew who was in in England. Still speaking to Reo Māori all yeah, around awesome. and she the was globe. Cool. Yeah, yeah, she's cool. Cool. Let's talk about um, mm-hmm. the latest debate this week. Jacinda Ardern and Judith Collins squared off for the first televised debate. Where Māori didn't rate a single mention. What did, did we expect more? Well, we got a mention. It was a I don't know. So it was a piss poor mention, actually. What they, mm. what they about Te Reo and the National Party say? Ah, oh, it's not compulsory. You know, it's uh, part of the general sort of subject matter. And I thought the Prime Minister's uh, answer was just as poor. Uh, yes, I do. But we've got to build the teacher infrastructure first. I believe it's the other way around. Aspiration, do it, and then you charge your Minister of Education all those those. Dozens of Māori MPs to ensure that the well, infrastructure uh, uh, takes place. Do it the other way around. The, the funny thing is, is that uh, the Prime Minister is is right. You do have to build an infrastructure, but where she where she falls down, in my opinion, is that it's actually quite easy. Nobody's yeah. ever done it. You know, nobody's ever said right. Here's here's the day we go mm. uh, compulsory, and it's a, it's three years away. In that three years. You uh, train thousands, and yep. I mean literally yep. thousands of teachers, and that's uh, that that that's the way you build the infrastructure. They, they have got a. Uh, I mean, if you look at some of the the tools that have been placed mm. inside schools at the moment, like yep. um, Tataiako is yeah. one, um, where it teaches you know mainstream teachers who look after Māori children and mainstream to be more culturally competent. Mm. But the criticism about that tool is that. Teachers have to teach teachers. The mm. schools have to do it themselves. Yep. They're not, you know, they're not yeah. going away to learn, do a science degree or a maths degree. Exactly. That it's in the schools. So yeah. I guess but, that's the issue. And so we have to trust schools. We have to trust mainstream schools. Yeah, but you can't. No. And I mean, at the end of the day, you're, you, you, what you just said, there's a word in there that that says it all, and it's called mainstream. Yeah. You know, and and once you go down that track, all Maori language becomes is just a little tick box. Mm that um, our kids do for an hour a day. Can, At yeah. the end of the day, I've always been always been mm. a, a proponent of it, that compulsory Māori language up to the age of 16, as, as Welsh is mm-hmm. in Wales, yep. you know, um, and, and then you will truly have the beginnings of a bilingual nation. And also, you know, me, it infuriates me um, that the flash private schools and the public schools in the flasher part of town, they have compulsory te reo. Uh, Kings, Kings, St Cuthbert's, yep. Diocesan, um, Auckland Boys Grammar, they have compulsory te reo. They steal the first teachers from Kura. They do. They do. They do. They've got mm-hmm. flash teachers. Great teachers. They've even got Four teams in the, the, in the po- Yeah, but yeah. They, yeah, they have they have teams mm. in uh, the Polyfest. Yeah. Yes. Who would have believed it? And one of the, and I've and I've spoken to the, my boy goes to Auckland boys and I've spoken to the principal and I said why did you do that? He, first of all he said oh that's the right thing to do. The other thing he said that I want all of our kids to least, learn as least two languages and then move the springboard for the third. And the other thing is he said it will give the Maori kids an economic advantage in terms yeah. of job opportunities. Yeah. Right. Who won this debate? Uh, 
the leader of the opposition, she bludgeoned almost um, the Prime Minister. I thought the Prime Minister was a little bit flat and docile, um, probably not used, probably been away from Parliament for a little bit too long and used to speaking to people, not with people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, have, but having said that, um, uh, Judith didn't, didn't have much substance as far as I'm concerned, but she was forceful and she was direct and she was plain spoken. She, uh, I mean, the Prime Minister got smacked over the head um, in, in an old, old-fashioned yeah. uh, rough-and-tumble yeah. uh, sort of debate. And I don't think that she, she had prepared for that. She, she has been uh, since, you know, well, three, for three yeah. years, she's been acting kind. Mm. She's been be kind. You know, it's that sort of persona. That's the, that's the thing that she's built up. She was ready for that. Uh, she wasn't ready for uh, the old style. Judith, mm. on the other hand, well, that's all she knows. She doesn't know how to play uh, kind. She she knows how to get down and dirty. Yeah. And what, um, what would what mm. would her um, you know what would she be going away to do this week before I, the next I, one? I think she'll do uh, something practical. First of all, I understood. I understand that she was out campaigning till about five o'clock in, in the in the afternoon. What she needs to do is take the day off and prepare, and also just um, speak over the top of Judith when she does when she does interrupt, and also just be more aggressive on the holes that do exist in, in, in the National Party policy. Is that easy to that. speak over the top of Judith Collins? Yeah. No, no, no it's, no, it's not. But, I mean, you, you just have to do it. I mean, yeah. but, but, that's, but that's, I mean, I think Jacinda mm. is, I don't think she's going to do that. I actually mm. think she's going to stay with her mantra that mm. she's been uh, pushing out for the last couple of years. I, I don't think she, I don't think we are going to see um, the equivalent mm. of, of, of a Judith Collins. I think they are. Do, Two do we, different yeah. people. Do, do you think they'll discuss Maori issues in the next round, or do you oh, think they might? Uh, I mean, if, if, they're asked, care? if they're asked, but what she should, what, what you know, um, the reality is that there's a different perspective that that um, that the prime minister brings to the table, and that is, she is saying to the seven Maori MPs in the seven seats, we want you Maori to vote Labour because of not only our general policy but our Maori policy. So, the prime minister and Labour have a higher duty and a higher level of responsibility in that area. So, I, I blink and hope yeah, so. I, I, yeah, I, I think that Judith spoke on behalf of Samoan people last 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 week, <laughs> <laughs> and that was really weird. Um, yeah. I think and one of the questions that, that uh, should be asked of the Prime Minister or uh, uh, what specifically are you going to do for the Māori voter on the Māori roll? Oh, you know, yeah. What are you going to do? Cause, Good cause, question. Because uh, I worry about what's happening in the north. Yep. You know? Good question. I and, hope they're listening. I want to go to the north mm-hmm. now because, Shane, sure. you... You watched the Northland yeah, debate. Yeah, and I have got a televised debate. Thoughts? Sorry, and I've got an invested interest because Jones is my Because you remember mate. the no, no, because no, I'm not a member of the Labour Party. You're not a member of the Labour Party. No, they won't have me back. Oh. Uh, no, seriously. <laughs> Sad, bro. Yeah, but that's okay. Um, uh, no, I I have invested interest because Jones is my mate. All right, and people people will know that. But I've got to say that I thought the star of the debate, if you were purely measuring on the debate, was Willow Jing. She was articulate. She was empathetic. She gave real examples. She wasn't bullied, you know. And, and Shane is a very hard guy to debate against because he can be very aggressive. He can talk over the top. He's very flash with his words. But I thought I thought that Willow Jean uh, matched both her and um, and Matt King. Now the reality is Willow Jean ain't going to win that seat, but she could. 
you know, get 30 plus percent, push Shane Jones into third place, which uh, looks looks likely, but also um, move the Labour Party for the first time ever higher up in terms of the party vote and uh, on and springboard uh, on springboard off that in terms of um, a position within cabinet or sub cabinet. She used a lot of personal experience yes. and knowledge uh, in that debate, and I think you're right. She. Mm. Um, in terms of the issues around pee and meth mm. and unemployment and housing, and so yeah. she had some good um, ideas because she knows the people she that they're the dealing people. with in the north. Will it put her in good stead for you know for some kind of associate minister or spokesperson for something? Yeah, well, it better, um, you know, because I mean, um, we were having a discussion earlier on, and the issue about having a big caucus yeah. means that there are a lot more people vying for a position in, in Cabinet. Do you increase the size of, uh, of the executive or, or what? So, I mean, uh, I, 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 look, I, th- she's a lo- I think she's a lawyer, eh? Yeah. Is she a lawyer? Yeah. Unsure, sorry. Mm. Unsure. Um, but but, uh, but I, I think she's articulate enough. I think she's, mm. she's uh, brainy enough. She's street smart, but only maybe around uh, Morewa and Kaigoe and, yeah. and, and that area, you know, that mid-north. Mid mm. yeah. um, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, 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 would I have her in, in a cabinet of mine? Most most probably, she'd be certainly one of those people that you would you would think about. And, and Willow Jean suffers from this. You, you're right, Toe, um, in terms of there is a big mighty caucus. But actually, the worst job to have is a backbench MP for yeah. the Labour for for the, for the government. Because you because when you're a backbench MP for the opposition, you can speak out yeah. and you can say things that mm. get attention. Uh, often, the only attention you can get if you're a government backbench is bad is is is, is bad uh, media. So or, it's or a tough is, job. Or is what tough you're job. told yeah. you should be saying. Oh. There are plenty more. More uh, yes. debates are coming up, and mm. uh, we'll talk about a few more soon. But there's also um, a debate coming up about one of the referendums. Yeah. So leaders and parties aren't the mm. only ones. Vote, uh, things voters will mm. be deciding on at this election. Two referenda are on the ballot as well: euthanasia and cannabis. So the slight difference between them is that the euthanasia vote, you're either supporting or vetoing a specific piece yes. of legislation. Your vote on the cannabis is to legalise cannabis or not. While there is a draft piece of legislation, there's no guarantee that will be the finished product, and there's also no guarantee that the government, the new government, would pass it um, if they were to become uh, get into power. So let's talk about cannabis. You two are involved yeah, in we hosting are. a debate. Tell us about we that. We are, and we're really excited about it. So To and I have got a bunch of people together that are involved in both sides of the argument. Uh, and it's this Tuesday night at the Sweatshop um, Bar here in Freeman's Bay. Who are you featuring? Uh, Todd? Uh, we got uh, Matthew Tukaki. From the Māori Council. Um, he's, he's uh, I think he's an opposed. Yes. Um, Helen Clark, the, the Right Honourable Helen Clark, wow. former Prime Minister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good to Big see. ticket item. Yeah, yeah no, she, it'd be good to see her. Uh, Reverend Hirini Ka. Um, Lovely. Porourangi Tafifirangi. Yeah, and Prorangi is actually doing some real yeah. good work down the east coast, yes. um, you know, in, in that area. I'm really excited, particularly that he's coming because he's he's one of the. Uh, he's hands on. He's hands on. He wants to turn it into an economic advantage in a in an area where it's disadvantaged. But also, we know that the crime stats around arrest for Māori as opposed to yep. non-Māori in this space, and he's lived there. He's been there, so real life experience. And who yeah. else we got too? Uh, Ronji Taniello. Yes, uh, um, Salvation Army, Salvation, Salvation Army, mm-hmm. and uh, Russell Brown. Russell Brown. That's a great yeah. lineup. That is actually. Yeah. I mean, and what we what we wanted was not um, current politicians who are vying yeah. for a bit of uh, um, uh, coverage. 
We want the people who, who are out there. And how will people see it, watch it, uh, listen we, to it? Yeah, no, through Newsroom, we're going to live stream. We've organised that. But also, uh, we've got only a few more tickets to go, so you need to go on an Eventbrite and Oh, you can enrol. actually turn up. How many yep. people are you having? Uh, we can only have 100 because of COVID, and we're almost there. Um, Eventbrite uh, is the Bright is the online platform. Uh, you know, you're hosting, but yes. do you have your own thoughts on cannabis? Yeah, I have my yeah, I I, I do. I'm, I support it. I support it for this reason. I want to move from away from criminalisation to uh, a health focused minimisation. I think that there is some economic advantage. I think some of the some of the um, <clears throat> some of the protections that have gone in place are good. Like for instance, um, potency issue, mm. uh, licensed sellers um, uh, over twenty. But you know, also I have some concern. About it, but the the other thing is, I'm a social libertarian. If someone wants to have a joint, that doesn't make them a can of, uh, a, a, a criminal. And can I tell you this, eh? That um, vodka's vodka and booze has done a lot more damage to me than the joints I used to have when I was in my twenties. And I saw a tweet this week yeah. from you. I thought it was very interesting around cannabis, or the new, you know, the dangerous. Uh, the dangerous drug that's in the country at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Look, um, synthetics are, are, are rearing their ugly head again. And the one one way, um, and this is just my opinion, um, it, uh, to uh, knock that on the head is actually legalised uh, yeah. weed. Um, you, you Then you don't have the necessity uh, to go and delve into the market of synthetics. I mean, look, at the end of the day, if you put rules and regulations mm. around weed, as we have for alcohol, then I think that we'll be fine, you know. And and I don't think that we should be freaking out about, uh, you know. The, the the most amazing thing is that people who are saying no to weed drink copious amounts of piss. Mm. Yeah, you know. And I and I think I think to myself, you bloody hypocrite, mm. that you will have MPs for goodness sake. You know, sucking on a bottle before they go um, into the house and debate the nation's issues. But I guess, when it comes, I, mean, I guess yeah. you know the argument to that would be that it's a gateway to um, to other drugs. And well, you know, when you when you look into some of our communities and our young mm. rangatahi, you know, who are smoking every day, and it's yeah. and it's not good for them. Well, and so uh, what about the alcoholics? But, but, no, I have mm. no argument with that. Yeah, but yeah. well, but, 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 but you do mm. because, and and I'm not. It's not a personal thing. We have access and rules around alcohol. Also, remember. No, I agree. Mm. I agree yeah. with you. Yeah. I, I mean, and I think yeah. it's about education, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's about it the the way that we drink, and it's the way mm. that if you were to smoke, you smoke, and um, yeah. and. You're right. When the, you go the, to the, the pub and you get a yeah. gin and tonic, you yeah. get one shot and yeah. you know what you're getting. Yeah, exactly. I mean, look, but there's there's also the, the issue that, and I and I see it all the time mm. by people who are against the referendum, who who would say no. They say, oh, but it stays in your system for three days at least. The effects of marijuana only last. Mm. As long as yeah. they do, not three days yeah. for goodness sake. There's been a few, few people who have yeah. been DIC'd the next morning on alcohol. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. they've been on the booze for. No, no, you know? I, I reckon uh, that the next day is the day you need to watch. But yeah. can, I also, <laughs> can I also say this? Say, do I want my kids to smoke dope? No. 
Will they? Probably. Mm. They've got that kawara gene in them. Uh, probably. But, and, but what I don't a, want... Just a kid gene, actually. Yeah, what I don't want is I don't want them to be criminalised and I don't want my son or daughter mm. have an inability for life, being busted at 18 or 19, uh, and inability in life to travel because they've got a dope conviction. You know, you know, uh, it's, a, it's a gateway. You yeah. know what it's a, ga- it's a gateway for? Māori's in prison. Yeah. And it's been used as an excuse to collar uh, the poor little married kid down the road uh, for, for other things. And it's just an excuse. People out there will say, oh, no, the cops don't pull you over. They don't hassle you. They don't, they don't arrest you if you've got dope. No, we know that's not yes, the case. And, and we've got dozens of nephews and nieces where that's simply not the case. But also also yeah. um, a lot of evidence that now yeah. proves that that. Absolutely, is the case. Three times, <laughs> three to four times. That, that our um, rangata, well, no, that yeah. our people are, yeah. are apprehended and yeah. they're charged, they're mm. convicted, and they're less likely to be paroled. So yeah. Yeah. that's an absolute fact. Yeah. Um, predictions, though, do you think it will pass? I think it's going to be very close. Mm. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm picking it could get over the line, but just um, turnout will be the big issue. Uh, mm. Younger people, if they do support this, they need to get out and vote. Do you think if the, if younger people do turn out mm. to yeah. to vote for marijuana, mm. who will they vote for in the general election? Well, you I know, think who are they more likely mm. to well, be? Will it have an impact? So if you had a, like a yeah. really big turnout for for dope, yeah. Would that they go, the they go left. They go left. They go left. Yeah. They go left. Uh, w- w- whichever, mm. whichever party could be green, could be Labour, uh, could be Labour, could yeah. be green. Yeah, and I've, I've seen the stats around the youth vote and the woman vote. It's you know uh, things are things are moving, and we'll talk about the polls in a minute. But they, uh, they there's a very strong support of a woman and young woman, particularly for for the prime minister. That's just the fact. Let's take a listen to a voice from the past, thanks to Ngātaonga Sound and Vision. And the day will come when it will no longer be desirable to have separate Māori representation. But my own view is that that is 50 or 100 years away, that it is a mistake to believe that the best form of government is necessarily the Westminster style of government. The Westminster style of government was wonderful in England when England was made up of Englishmen. It's starting to sow cracks and strains now that there are substantial numbers of Pakistanis and Indians living in West Indians. It is not correct to say that the best or the only form of government is achieved by an across-the-board voting system. There are many types of government which don't rely on that system, and some of them at least as good, if not better, than our own. Many governments using the Westminster style of government, make provision for minority groups to have a say. After all, democracy means that the will of the majority should prevail, but it doesn't mean that the will of the majority should run roughshod over the minorities. That isn't democracy, that's just a tyranny of the majority. Now, what we are striving to form is some, to find is some form of government which by and large reflects the will of the majority, but at the same time takes into account the legitimate views of minorities. Now, if you look back over our Maori European uh, form of government in New Zealand, I don't think anyone can deny that from the first day of government right up to the present time, it has been unjust and unfair on Maori people. Uh, At this moment, right at this moment, Uh, and has been for many years, 
the Māori electoral numbers are based only on the adult members. The general seats are based on adult plus children. Now, there is no way you can look at that as just. Well, that was recorded in 1989, only four years before the introduction of MMP. Uh, who was that, Toe? Sir no. Peter Tapsell. Yeah. Mm. Eastern Māori seat he held. Is that still the case, that Māori seats are made up of adults only? Um, that's a really interesting. I, I, I would hazard a guess yeah. that it's not the same mm. anymore. Mm. But that would be We will investigate, Yes, though. we will investigate. We might mm. be breaking news right here on yeah. Party People. That's right, mate. That's <laughs> what we do. So, what did you make of his court at all this, uh, Shane? Look, I, I knew Peter very well. I was brought up in the Eastern Bay Plenty and I was involved in uh, the first campaign I was ever involved in was in 84. Um, he was a very lucid, intelligent man. He was more British than the British. You know, this is a guy that was one of Aotearoa's first orthopaedic surgeons. He had tried several attempts to become, I think, the mayor, but definitely the, in the seat of Rotorua. Um, uh, Famous or infamous, depending on who you're asking for, crossing the floor and becoming the first Māori speaker. That basically meant that the National Party could govern. Um, a man who really didn't fit comfortably within Labour, um, except that he was a, a, a huge fan of the public health system. Interestingly enough, Mahi, he learnt uh, te reo very late in life, and uh, he did that by assisting a Māori woman with an injury that she had on the basis that she moves into the whare and teaches in Māori. So he learnt that in his late 50s. Very clever. Mm. Very clever. You have to have it. You have to learn that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he had interesting views there on uh, representation. Yeah, and and always did. And and, uh, and I think, uh, you know, just listening to, to that, uh, he was way ahead of his time, and like most old people, old Maoris, I think are because they see things a hundred years from now, rather than just you know what's going to happen on Friday or what's going to happen next month, you know. And Sir Peter, um, I, I came across him uh, first of all when he was the Minister of Internal Affairs, and I was yeah. working at um, Internal Affairs, and then um, I my first ever speech in the House. And uh, and after I got in in '93, my first be- even before my maiden speech was to oppose his uh, move to uh, uh, be elected as the speaker. I remember that it was very controversial because you're not meant to do that, Toe, before well, you give your inaugural yeah. speech. Yeah, that's interesting. So mm. you opposed him, mm. and then the Māori Party opposed you. That's right. Yeah. Interesting. And eh? you missed out. Yeah, oh, sixty-one well, yeah. votes you had, and they and they bailed. They about. said yes on the Friday night or or the Thursday night or whenever it was, and then um, in the morning when uh, um, you know Jerry or somebody put the hard word on the Māori Party, they said, "Nah, sorry, cousy." But, but also the, the the circumstances were different. You know, uh, Sir Peter was elected under a Labour um, banner, and he crossed the floor. All right, where Toe. Was elected and was elected uh, in his own right, the way that he was elected, and uh, wasn't crossing the floor. So the, the, the circumstances were different. I, I, I thought I think it was wrong at the time for Sir Peter to do what he did, but Toe's call to uh, become a speaker that was very well supported was a right one. I had, six, I had six, I actually thought I didn't have the numbers, and then I thought, oh shit, yes, that's right, I can vote for myself. It would have been, um, you would have had your name written in history as the Speaker of the House, Toe. Yes. Something. Ah, we would have, and we would have been calling him Sir Toe. Sir oh, Toe. Hardly. Yeah, we would have been. Sir Saw. 
but, it, but it's almost, it's, almost, it's, almost a, it's a given. It's a given. It's the speaker. this week. I know. 29th mm. on our debate. Oh, no, it's a biggie. It's a biggie. And he's sotau henare. Yeah. <laughs> but the convention is, isn't it? If you become uh, the speaker, you get knighted. Yeah, but uh, mm. you don't. Uh, has um, David Carter been knighted yet? Not yet. And I don't think he will be. He was Minister of Māori Affairs. Hey, he's still, there's still yeah. years to come yet. You yeah. never know. Yeah. Saw. But for now, you'll be saw totally <laughs> until that happens. Te Turu o Te Wiki. Mm. Eastern Māori included yeah. uh, Gisborne, Rotorua and the Bay of Plenty. And much of that now is now looked after under Te Waiariki. And mm. that's our seat of the week. Uh, the loss of the electorate in 2017 saw the Māori Party exit Parliament as Labour's team swept the seven Māori seats, Tāmati Kofi rolling the co-leader Te Uruo level. This time Rawiri Waititi wearing the Māori Party portai, like a big portai too, mm. like really big cowboy, taking on Tāmati Kofi and Vision New Zealand's Hannah Tāmaki um, for Waiariki. They had a debate this week on the hui. Mm. 2020. Uh, how do you think they went? It was very lively. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I actually, I was impressed by Hannah. Um, oh. She, you know, um, a lot of people think, oh God, the, you know, the, um, the, uh, the, what's it called? What's that church? Destiny. Yeah, Destiny. Yeah. Um, I was going to say Gloryville, but nah, that, no, nah, they get they get away with things. <laughs> I mean, geez, poor old Brian. He buys a he buys a Harley and gets pinned for it. Um, no, I, I digress. Um, I thought Rawiri um, was entertaining. I thought he was forceful. I thought that he was, you know, I hate to say it, but I thought he was a man's man, you know, a Maori man's man. And and um, I actually think that's what's missing uh, in a lot of our uh, MPs is the real. Funnily enough, he said that he w- he he was considering wearing wearing his pink blazer. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. Look, um, I don't think. I don't, I don't think Tamati has. Um, I was going to say come out. I don't think he has um, uh, come out as a, a shining example of what uh, uh, a Maori MP could do. In Te Waiariki. Well, what do you yeah. reckon, Shane? He won mm. by about 1,600 yep. or so last time. And, and, and yeah. it's a, it's a, it mm. is a big seat. It goes right up to, yeah. um, I'm not going to say. No, up at, I think it's all Portuguese, but yeah. it even could be even further than yeah. that. So yeah. a lot of that no, Eastern Bay, plenty of Waimana, yeah, Popol, comes around. I think, yeah. Um, mm. So that's not just Te Arawa, no. yeah. you know. No, no. There's the, a lot of people to impress in there. Yeah, it's the seat, though, because, you know, I, I do know it pretty well. You've got to win or, you win or lose in, in Tauranga and Rotorua and Funny enough, Kawara Fakatane, because that's where the big populations yeah. base, base are. Uh, I disagree with the toe in terms of Hannah. I thought it was she was fanciful and out, and frankly out of her league. And I got the feeling that she almost didn't want to be there. I think she'll be lucky to get 800 votes, but it could be 800 critical votes in terms of determining who would win the seat. And probably those 800 votes would normally be in Rawiri's. Uh, side of the ledger. Um, Rawiri is running an energetic 
campaign. He's got this great kapa haka group that goes around with him. He's got, you know, you get two for the price of one in terms of uh, campaigning with his uh, wife, Kere. Um, and he's working hard. And uh, Rawiri stood uh, for Labour a uh, couple of cycles ago, and you couldn't say that he worked hard in that campaign. But he's doing he's doing the hard yards. He's so, had some very good publicity. Some very good the, publicity. Um, points and it's, through COVID. Exactly. And it's been, and it's a well-funded campaign, much better than the incumbent um, Tamati. Um, Tamati uh, will will get the benefit of um, the Prime Minister and her presence. The Prime yeah. Minister spent four days in the electorate, I think, two weeks ago. And must, probably, be, must be worried. Does, does yeah. that say they're worried? It does. It does. Look, if you had have asked me two weeks ago, is it a shoo-in for Tamati, I would have said yes. I think he will win it, but I think it's going to be closer than people expect. Expect We're all looking at Te Taihauru, but I think this we need to true. watch Wairiki, I mean, we've, folks. we've all, from the very beginning yep. of this um, election campaign, we've said Te Taihauru because mm. Debingari Wapaka is, yep. she's, she's impressive. She's the bomb. She's impressive, um, and they've got some great policies. Mm. But, you know, I remember... I was at RNZ yeah. for the election uh, last time, mm. and John Campbell and I were sitting there, and about seven minutes past seven, we, I said to him, I think Te Uruo's gone. Yeah. And he said, no. And mm. I said, I'm looking at those numbers coming in. And it came in really quick. None of us picked it. Well, no, you no, may have. Did, yeah. You may have. But generally, we mm. didn't look at that seat. So what that tells you, perhaps, Toe, mm. is that those you can't predict the people in Waiariki and what they'll vote for. Oh, yeah. Look, I mean, the children of the mist have a have a, um, a, a big hand in who uh, who is going to win this seat. Oh, look, I, I honestly, I don't know. Um, I, don't, I don't know Te Waiariki as well as I should. Um... I, I think I think it's up in the air. I I, I, I won't call this. I'm calling other ones that I maybe no, shouldn't. You, you've, look, you've already thrown parties out of parliament. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yes. But you won't call this one. Well, no, because I mean, you know, like like Shane says, I mean, the big the big plus for any candidates this year is if your mate, if your leader is the prime minister, is Jacinda Ardern, mm. you know, and for her to spend four days there already. Mm. And we're only halfway through the campaign. Well, not even halfway through the campaign. She's well, not she's worried. I think Tamati is worried. I, I think a bit like Shane. I think in the end of the at the end of the day, I think Tamati will come home. But boy, he's going to get a he's going to get a big fright. And, mm. and and can I also say that if Tam if if uh, first of all, can I say that I do fuck a papa to Rawiri through our Fakatoya connection? Kia But can I say this that the um, so-called urban booths are the important one, and I think uh, Tamati might have an advantage yeah. in that. Yeah. There has been some really good spend that has led to real jobs, particularly around the Portiki, 90 mil for their, uh, through the Provincial Growth Fund that matched up with Progressive Iwi. Um, but ha- but housing, how, many, how, many, how many jobs, yeah. how many yeah. houses have been, been nah. built? Yeah. Well, this, how many is actually, this has been the criticism yeah. in, the, in the Māori debates yeah. is that um, there's no measurement. Yeah. And so, you know, we keep talking, well, closing the gaps keep it's coming mm. back because, Ooh. you know, all the spend, but yeah. we can't actually measure how much has been spent on Māori jobs, you know, what, yeah. and that is becoming a bit of an issue. Yeah, no, I get that, but I, you know, because I come from down there, you do you do get a vibe, particularly before COVID, that things were on the improve, slowly but steadily, um, but but I, but I absolutely uh, get what you're saying. Um, the other thing is that, you know, there are plenty of campaigns that I can think of that it takes you two cracks to do it, mm. and perhaps Rawiri is setting up for the next time if he doesn't quite get there this time. Mm. If, they, if the motor party doesn't months. get there this time, they've probably had a good crack at it. 
Yeah. Can we just quickly talk sure. about Ikarorafati? I know mm. it's not really on our page, but I feel like we should mention yeah. it at least. So we had a new runner there, um, Heather Theo Skipworth. Um, she's the ma- ma- yeah. ma- Iron Māori yeah. wahine. Yeah. Um, Mika Whaiteri, of course, mm-hmm. who's been in there for seven years. Yeah. Seven years, and prior to that, uh, you know, Parikura forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and not forever. Elizabeth Kiri Kiri. No, not forever. You're yeah. right. Elizabeth Kiri. Mm-hmm. Who's run a couple of times. Yeah, so yeah, how'd yeah. they go? Oh, I actually, I actually quite like uh, Elizabeth. I think that she's uh, she's she's clever. Um, she knows she knows what's going on. Mecca, Mecca is Mecca, and she, you know, she's like like you say, she's been around the traps. It's East Coast is more conservative than than a whole lot of other yeah. seats, and and I'd, I I don't think that they will pick, uh, they will tip uh, Mecca out. Um, but but it'll be interesting to see how the other candidates do, especially mm. especially the Greens and the Māori Party. Yeah. Uh, well, I I dismissed the Greens and all the Māori seats. I think they'll be lucky to get uh, out of double figures. They're only uh, in three. Yeah. yeah. They didn't even <laughs> That's stand right. in four. Um, because uh, they're I th- useless. I thought skip. Well, I thought skip. Yeah. Yeah. You'd think mm. you know they've had three mm. years to find uh, candidates for Te Tai Hauaru, mm. um um, Waiariki, uh, Tamaki, yeah. you know, and well, they just haven't. Well, no, the reason they haven't is because they. Is it cost? No, well, no, because they're largely the the um, party of rich urban liberals. That's the reality. But Marama Davidson's yeah. been a good leader for. She's been a good leader. leader. She's been, but I'm talking when, by when, and large. when was that? When mm. did that happen? No, she's. Oh, okay. that was the wealth okay. tax. Ikarorafati. Mm. <laughs> I thought Skip with um, what she has is name recognition, and that's always yeah. a plus in, in politics. But uh, Mecca has. Followed uh, Parikura's rule book, and that is get, visit the nannies, visit the croa, go to the marae, go to the school opening, and every single day when Parliament is in Sydney, Mika's on the road, and uh, and and you get a lot of you get a lot of kudos for that. Do you think that? Mm. She, do you think that that in the next uh, government, yeah. uh, which will be Labour? Um, do you think Mecca will be invited no, back into I, the I, fold? I, I think she should, but I don't know if there is a pathway for her. Will the Māori, ca- will the Māori caucus, uh, you know, uh, front up and saying, hey, I want, we want our girl back? Well, the, I would hope so. Um, the problem with the Māori caucus is that they all want to be. Yeah, yeah. They all they all want to be in cabinet. Um, I would say that the top four potential ministers would be Woolley, would be Penne, would be uh, Kiri Tapu, and then Wilojin, and that's based simply on the hierarchy that exists now. And Calvin, and, uh, Calvin, sorry, and Nanaya, of course. And um, I would imagine that they'll si- they'll find some job for Reno Tinakani. So they got a lot of Maoris, mm, you know. When you really think about, when yeah. you try and start. Uh, counting, that's a lot of Māori yeah. in week, Labour. Last week, mm. you guys floated uh, the idea of the Māori caucus having its own kind of constitution, its own rule yeah. book. Uh, what, what did you call it? A coalition. No, they should, yeah. They, what, they, a coalition a, from within. Yes. A co- uh, internal coalition. Yeah. Yeah. We'll find a Māori name for that mm-hmm. yeah. and we'll hashtag it. But how's the feedback been this oh, week on that really, idea? Really positive, and yeah. I've been speaking to some key people who think that think it's a good idea. And what you need, and you know, what they should do is they should draw up a document, and they should present it to the prime minister and say, the day after the cards falls, we want to meet and we want an agreement, and we want to take it around to the mutu. And yeah. We were saying, hey, we want you, we want you to endorse us because I tell you what, Labour Party's got a pretty good run this time. Yeah. I think almost unchallenged. They won't do it again. So it's about their political survival. Also, it's about doing what's right. And there is a precedent for this. So you become an internal, um, you become an, an intern, you, you're able to exert pressure internally for the betterment 
of your party and for the constituents. What do you reckon, Tao, Tao yeah. for a new march, new hikoi around oh, the country? Oh, nah, country? nah. I think, I actually think that Shopping the idea... You shop mm. that idea around there? Yeah, no, I think the idea is a really, really good one. I think, I, but but I but I wish that that um, we had the, the, the skill set um, and the courage because I don't, I actually don't think it's going to happen. I think yeah. our, I think our boys and girls down there, they're going to bail. They're going to be like, they're going to do what they're told but at the end of the day. And I think that's why I'm still voting the Māori Party because I, I, I just want somebody independent of either national or okay, Labour. Okay, before yeah. we wrap up, sure. you're still voting the Māori Party. You're not telling. You're not saying. You're, no, no, did, no. no. I'm voting strategically. Strategically. Two ticks Labour. You're two ticks Labour. Mm-hmm. So um, it's not strategic. No. Strategic. <laughs> yeah, I, I think this it's government could, strategy, no. I think strategy. this government it's could govern strategy. in its own right. Then they have mandate, and then okay. they make it or they don't. So last time mm-hmm. you were killing off the Greens and killing off New Zealand First, still. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They're both still gone. Your I, 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 I'm not. I'm not writing off uh, Winston. I never would. Uh, he's campaigning. He's campaigning hard. He Two percent. Yeah, I get. I, I get all that, but and also it drives him. Uh, I, th- I still think that the Greens are in trouble. The, 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 this poll was really interesting. The overall left-right numbers didn't move, but there was a move from National to Act yeah. and a move from Labour to Green. But you're still lo- looking at almost 60% for the left block, yeah. which, is a, which, a, which is a happy position to be in. Um, and I think we still might see some shift between Labour and Greens and Act and National. Any bouquets this week? Um, well, the bouquet uh, to me has been uh, JT for for all of his his uh, bad publicity, you know, over the years. He's still out there, and he's, he 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 um, is still as as bloody minded as he was the first time I employed him as my lawyer when we bought our first house. Mm. I think you gave yours already to Willow Jean. Yeah, Willow Jean, who really outgunned the blokes that are known for their fierceness and how verbose they are. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I've got to say yeah. this week yeah. I have to give it up to Hannah Tamaki who tried to roll me for my job. I see that. <laughs> she yeah. can't have it. No. She can't yeah. and she could never do it. Also, she wouldn't want the pay cut. Uh, true, true. Mm. Yes, she would have no idea. You can find the Party People podcast on the podcast and series page at rnz.co.nz or wherever you get your podcast. E mihi ana ki aku manuhiri. Uh, ki aku e tau, ko rua, ko Shane te pau, koutou e whakarungo mai ana. Noho haumaru ana.